Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here is your host, Glenise. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Glenise Show. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, this is this is a big week. This is a big, big week. This is the final show of the Glennie Show on Voice America. But don't worry, <laughs> don't worry, we are not stopping the show. I will continue to talk. <laughs> and talk and talk. I will be having the radio show uh, on a different format. It's going to be called Tools to Create a Better Life. And depending on when you're listening to this, uh, you can find it on iTunes or uh, Spotify or podcast or however you normally listen to your podcasts. Or come on over to my webpage, glenisehughes.com. And you can find it there also. So the show will continue. It's just going to have a, a new name and will no longer be on Voice America. And please know, I have loved working with Voice America and, and it has nothing to do with them. It's just time for a change. And when it's time for a change, we got to listen to that. we got to follow that energy. Uh, so please know you will be able to find tools to create a better life very soon. And uh, if you're not already on my email list, you can find it on social media. I'll be making the change on the, the page currently called The Glennie Show. It will also be changed to tools to create a better life too. So find it. If you can't, reach out to me, email me, info at glenniesehues.com. Uh, Facebook message. I mean, I'm pretty much everywhere. Pretty much everywhere. I mean, maybe not LinkedIn. I'm not so good with LinkedIn, but I'm pretty much everywhere else, so you can find me. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about tools to create a better life. And I know that many of you have listened to many of my shows. You've probably taken some of my classes. You've probably taken other people's classes. You have some tools already. And so some of them that I talk about today might be very similar to ones you've heard or might be exactly the same. What I'm going to encourage you to do is listen with new ears. Because <laughs> that's one thing to me with this sort of stuff is that we can think we know it already. We can think we know how a tool works or that uh, we know how it works for us or this is just the way it is. And what if? What if there's a whole new possibility? What if some of these tools could be brand new for you? Yeah, Whew. yum, cool. Okay, so the first thing for me, when I look at you know creating a better life, and actually, let me talk a moment about this. The one thing, the one energy that has been present in my business, which I started in 2002, has always been the desire for every person who's interested to know that there is always another possibility. There is always another possibility. Yeah. Now, how did that come to be for me? I'll tell you. <laughs> how it came to be is that when I was Prior to, to when I first started on this journey, so back in, in 2002 and previous, I was living an okay life. There, there was nothing wrong with it. 
it, it was fine. But I, what I was living was very much the life that I saw everybody around me living, which meant I was working at a job I didn't love. I was hanging out with friends where we would just spend our time gossiping about the friends who were with us. Uh, Abby and I didn't get along that great. I kind of thought that's the way it was supposed to be in marriage. Like everything was okay, but nothing was magical, nothing was phenomenal, nothing was beyond what I could imagine. Uh, and I didn't know anything else was possible. Hmm. I didn't. Now, probably on some level I did, but cognitively I did not know anything else was possible. So that's all I created. And then I took, actually it was a Reiki class in March of 2002, I took a Reiki class, which invited me to an energy, I, again, I did not know there was, there was even energy in that, in that way on the planet. I had no clue. So once I started playing with that energy and I started reading different books and I started opening my mind, I started being open to other possibilities. I mean, all sorts of things became my reality where everything, well, not everything, I, that, that was, that's a bit strong yet, uh, where so much more was possible. And so once I started with that, I truly just wanted the world to know that everything and anything is possible. Like the world should know this. <laughs> and of course, not everybody desires to know this, but I really, really, really desired for the entire world to know that anything was possible. Like no matter where you were at in your life, there was always something else that was possible. And that was, that's kind of the energy behind my business and has been since I started it 17 years ago. Yeah, I know, I started it when I was, you know, a baby. So, <laughs> but 17 years ago, that's been the energy behind my business. And so when I look at that, when I look at like, what are the tools to create a better life? When I look at it from there, that space, the biggest piece for me personally is to know that you are the creator of your life. You are the creator of your life. Now, that does not mean there's not jackasses on the planet. There's not people who, you know, are out to, aren't out to cause you hurt or harm or something. Like, yes, there, the other people have stuff going on too, but ultimately you're the creator of your life. And that one, I mean, there's still times I play with victim, but that was the, that was the biggest piece for me to get. Because I really did, again, you know, everything was just the way it was. This is just the way it is. And if I saw somebody create something magical or have something greater than what I was choosing, I never looked at them or myself as choosing it. It was like, oh, well, they're lucky and I'm not. And like, it's so victim energy when really once we acknowledge that we are the creators of our lives and our and our living that's when so many more possibilities are available now we don't want to look at it from the place of you know this horrific trauma happened and and i'm responsible okay that's not that's not what i'm talking about when i talk about you're the creator we can have a horrific trauma occur and how we react to it how we deal with it, what we do with it, that's what we're creating. 
Okay, so this is where I see a lot of people really judge themselves and really go into the I'm so wrong and I did that and I made that happen. And it's like your response to it, what you choose based on what occurred, that's what you want to look at. That's what you actually have, in a sense, control of. And that's when you can choose another possibility, whatever it is. So if you had something like that occur, you can go into the trauma drama of it and how horrible it was and poor you and, and pity you and all of that. You can. That's one of the billions of choices. And what else? What else? If you acknowledge, okay, I'm the creator here. I'm the creator of me. I'm the creator of my life. What would I like to choose here? And maybe in that situation, you'd like to choose ease. <sighs> cool. Okay, so so what could you do to choose ease in that situation? I mean, it depends on the situation, right? But that's where we start looking at, okay, so what other choice do I have here? What is required? Sometimes it is sitting the person down and having the conversation. This weekend, I was facilitating uh, how to change anything with ease in Lac La Biche, Alberta. It was so awesome. It is such a beautiful town. There's this huge lake. You guys know my love of water. Um, it was it was just amazing. And, and the people who showed up, I'm just so incredibly grateful. Uh, and, and I was sharing uh, an experience that I had a few years ago. And I actually did a radio show about it. I think it's called... Um, Unfuck yourself from distraction or something like that. Uh, we'll see if we can find the link to that one. And <laughs> and I was sharing how, you know, with, with um, a trip that Hubby and I had taken and he was choosing to, you know, kind of, well, not kind of, he was choosing to be a jackass and it really wasn't working for me. And I had some stuff to look at for myself with that. And ultimately, what... Like once I looked at the stuff, because what I was doing was I was using his choices to distract myself from receiving everything I could from this class I was taking. So brilliant on my part. And it actually didn't work for me for him uh, for what was going on. So once I figured out my stuff, changed that, then after the trip, I sat him down and I said, hey, what is required here? Do you need to go a few days early? Because of course the time difference and it was that was what he was talking about. It was like so hard for him with the sleep and the jet lag and all that stuff. And, and I just said, what do you need next time? When, when we have a trip like that, what do you require? Because that is not occurring again with me there. So if you need to go a couple days early, let me know. If you need to go to a different hotel for a few days, like you need, this is not occurring again. So what's required? So that was my choice based on what he was choosing. So this is what you want to look at is you want to look at what, what are your choices? So we ch make our choices based on what other people are choosing, not to be at the effect of it. To be at the effect would have been like, oh, that's the way it's like, and that's how I have to travel with hubby, and he's cranky for a few days, and I just have to deal with it. It's like, no, that's not, that, I'm, that is not occurring again for me. So what's required? And, and it was just, it's, it can be that simple if you don't buy into the drama trauma. And that's part of creating my life doesn't work for me to have, you know, two or three days of, of crazy from from traveling. It's like I we travel way too often for that to be, you know, part of it. And if he would have said, you know what, I do need two days to, to adjust to the time. Cool. 
you can go two days earlier. That's awesome. Like no big deal, but at least, you know, it's not from the victim and I'm creating what works for me and he gets to create what works for him. So the big piece of that goes to the willingness to be honest with you. Like, are you willing to be honest with you of one to get out of the, the distraction of it? Cause I'll tell you, that was a big piece for me. Uh, and then also what does work for me? And then are you willing to be judged for it, right? Like, let's say he just said, you know what, I do need two days. And and so, you know, let's say from then on, he started going on trips two days before me. I mean, <laughs> this reality, how many people would be like, that's so ridiculous. That's, you know, uh, whatever. I mean, people would have so many points of views about it. And what if other people's points of views don't actually have to matter to you? Like, what if you don't have to allow yourself to be controlled by what other people think? <laughs> yes, I know, right? And that is a big one. But that's also, to me, a huge piece of creating, you know, a better life is to recognize that other people will, not all other people, but many other people will have a very interesting point of view about different things you choose. And if you don't buy into the lie about it, if you don't buy into um, that the wrongness is, is true, you actually have total freedom. And I actually did a big post. If you're not my Facebook friend, you certainly can go check it out. My, it's, all, it's public, uh, so you can go and see it. I did a big post this morning. A lot of people don't realize, because I don't talk about it a whole lot, um, how much judgment is actually delivered at me for various reasons. And it's delivered to many people. Once you kind of start getting, um, you know, in, in the public eye, I would say, uh, this is, you know, people just feel it's their right to let you know. And so I get comments on my videos like this. They'll say, you know, if you're, if you know all this magic, why can't you use the magic to lose weight? Or, uh, Sometimes I get the, the email about, you know, you really shouldn't say um so many times in your radio show. Uh, and I definitely get the whole, you shouldn't swear, it's wrong to swear. <laughs> I just get so much judgment directed at me. And, and honestly, years ago, it would have stopped me. Like, I, I, I just would not have allowed that. Like, and not, not necessarily would have allowed that, but I wouldn't have maybe done another video. <laughs> like, I would have allowed it to stop me. And what I realize now is that when we do that, when we stop ourselves based on somebody else's judgment, that's when we hand them what I call, we hand them our puppet strings. We tell them here, you can, you can choose for me. You can choose what I should do or be or how I should look or what I should say or what I shouldn't say or any of that. And what if we stop that? Like, honestly, what if we stop that? People are always going to have, not, again, not all people, but people will, there's gonna be people who have points of views who feel it is their right to express it. And the, the picture that I put on Facebook was like, you know, a person, it's their choice to judge you. If you allow it to stop you, that's your choice. So we really have to look at that, at least for me, I, I'll talk for me. I am willing to look at that every time I get that judgment directed. 
every time that unkindness, every time somebody feels like they know something more than I do or they need to send me this great diet plan because they see I have a problem or whatever it is, it's like, what if we don't have to defend or react or align or agree? What if we're just like, cool, thanks or whatever. You don't even necessarily have to say thank you. You can just be like, okay, you maybe don't even have to respond. I mean, a lot of the comments, honestly, I delete them. I just always ask truth will keeping it on here create the future I desire, decay the future I desire. And I would say probably 90% of the comments it's, it creates greater to delete them, so I delete them. Cool. How does it get any better than that? And that's the one thing that I love about social media is that I have that power. <laughs> I can actually delete. Like how easy is that? And if we don't make it personal, what else might actually be possible? Yeah, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So, big piece, please know you are the creator of your life. And not from the place of you get to judge the hell out of you because you created problems or you created issues or you created whatever. No, it's like, how are you responding? How are, what choices are you choosing now? You're the creator. What choices are you choosing now? What would you like it to be like? And what is it going to take to create that? <sighs> yes, yes, yes. Now, one of the tools, again, I know I talk about this one all the time, and I do that because I think everybody on the planet should know about it. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. So this is a tool from Access Consciousness that is the one I talk about the most, the one that I use personally the most, I would say. And it's basically whenever we have a judgment, whether it's our of us or of someone else or of a situation or of an event or an experience or whatever, use and just all you have to do by using it is say, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. So right now, while you're listening, what I would like you to do is I would like you to think about a person or a situation or an event or something that you have some, maybe you're struggling with right now or you're frustrated with right now or you'd like different. Uh, maybe it's a money thing, maybe it's a body thing, maybe a relationship thing, just bring up one thing. And, and you can do it over and over on your own, but just for the sake of this show, just bring up one thing right now. And if you need to, just close your eyes and really just bring the energy of that thing or person or event or experience, whatever it is, just bring it up. And then if you can, say it out loud with me or in your head, either one is fine. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And then just check in. Has it changed? Is it different? Is it the same? Is it worse? <laughs> Just check in with yourself. For a lot of people, it, it's gone within the first three interesting points of views that they say. 
sometimes it takes more, believe me, there's been times where I've taken a lot longer. Um, and then sometimes it just brings it like there's maybe the, the initial thing they were clearing is changed, but now there's something else. So it brings up maybe another level or layer or something. And then so just do it on that. And so you might feel like, especially if you start using it a lot, that that's all that's going on in your head is interesting point of view. I have this point of view. And please, please celebrate that. If that was the only thing going on in your head, that would be freaking magical, my sweet friends. Because that, what that does is it acknowledges that it's just a point of view. So it's not true. It is just an interesting point of view. And once we take the significance that it's true off or that it's real or that it's uh, solid, that's when it can change. That's when there becomes space. And that's when truly anything becomes possible. If you are willing to be interesting point of view, like truly have no point of view about anything, you would be the most magical person on the planet. I guarantee it. Because it's those points of views that really stop you. And a lot of times we don't even know we have, we don't even know their points of views. We don't even recognize what it really is. We just think, well, that's the way it is. That's how I feel about it. That's the way it's always been. That's, that's what happens. It's like, no, those are all just really interesting points of views. And You've probably heard them, you've heard other people, you've watched TV shows where there's interesting points of views, your parents, your caregivers, your spouse, your kids, your siblings, I mean, everybody has interesting points of views. And a lot of times they're similar, sometimes they're even the same, so then we don't even catch that they're points of views. You know, let's say you grew up in a house where it was really, uh, where the, the big point of view around money was that it was really hard to make money. And then you start living from the energy that it's really hard to make money. And then your kids start living from the energy, it's really hard to make money. We don't even recognize that's a point of view. We, we call that reality. Because the other thing that, that occurs, which is often quite funny, but not funny and funny, is that it becomes this energy of, reality for us like we prove ourselves right so we have the point of view that it's really hard to make money then we go and create that it's really hard to make money and then we're right <laughs> and it's ridiculous believe me i know it's ridiculous and it's what we do we're so desperate to be right that we prove our points of views right over and over and over so if you don't have a point of view about something, then you don't have to be right. And anything is possible. So if you'd like to create a better life, look at the areas of your life that aren't working. Okay, so let's say money, let's keep on the money example. Let's say that's one area that, man, if you could change it, the entire world would change for you, okay? What you wanna look at is, okay, what are my points of views about money? What do I hear myself say? What, what do I agree with from friends and family when we talk about money? Like, what are the points of views that I have about money? Now, you could also call them beliefs, you know, whatever you want to call them, beliefs, points of views, uh, ideas, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter what you call them. But 
but it's that energy of like we whatever you've decided is real and true because it isn't and dr dane here who is the co-founder of access consciousness he has this saying is that your points of view create your reality so truly when you have the point of view anything like it's hard to create money what's your reality going to be like and you have to prove yourself right <sighs> <laughs> right? So if you didn't have a point of view, and this is one of the questions that I love to ask, especially in situations when I'm aware that I have really interesting points of views, is if I didn't have a point of view here, what magic could I create? If I didn't have a point of view here, what magic could I create? Because you're bypassing all of the crazy points of views that you have, and you're going into the creation, the magical creation that's actually possible. If I didn't have a point of view here, what magic could I create? You can also ask, if I didn't have a point of view here, what magic could I be? Because we actually be magic. We don't do magic, but that's often worded like we do magic, but we actually be it. So if I didn't have a point of view here, what magic could I create? If I didn't have a point of view here, what magic could I be? And look at that. Next time you're fighting with your kid, if I, just in your head, <laughs> not out loud, if I didn't have a point of view here, what magic could I be? <sighs> and look at that for all those situations in your life that you would like different. If I didn't have a point of view here, what magic could I be? What magic could I create? And of course, just the tool itself. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. <sighs> Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. And I have been using that tool since 2011, okay? I have been like, that's what, seven years? That's a long time. And just this year, earlier this year, I started working with a group of people and we're, we're going through a, a workbook and a lot of it is about clearing points of views and just being interesting point of view. And I actually get that, you know, previously I was maybe really only choosing to be interesting point of view, like in 20% of my life. And I'm certainly not at 100% yet, but just just the, the ex exponentialization of what's possible in every area of your life and living when you choose to be it. And then what I also find is that when you choose to be it, people around you will often match that. Yeah, yeah, right? So how does it get any better than that? Oh my gosh. Okay, so another tool to create a better life, and again, this is my own personal experience. This tool, I, I've talked about it being the tool that gave me my life back. Because one of the things that, uh, that I used to do, used to have trouble with, was being in uh, public places or places where there were lots of people. You know, like a mall or uh, in London, England on the tube station, you know, like where there's just a lot of people. I really would struggle with that and had all sorts of judgments around that. I'm just too sensitive. I can't handle it. Something must be wrong with me. I mean, I had all sorts of crazy about it. Uh, and ultimately what it is, is that I was energetically 
in, in kind of an attempt to deal with the, all of that energy, I was contracting down energetically. So I was making myself, my energy very, very, very small. And I would say it was like, you know, a little, you know, tiny space in my head. That's about, you know, that's how much I would pull my energy and contract my energy down. So if you can imagine that amount of kind of denseness, you know, I pulled all of me into that little bit of space. Then I would go into a place where there was a lot of energy, a lot of people, a lot of different energies. And all of those energies I was still aware of because we're always going to be aware. And as those energies came in, it would feel like, you know, they were hitting up against a wall because I had contracted so much. So it felt like the energy was like just boom, boom, boom. And it, it felt physically like I was being beaten up. And so often I would maybe last 10 minutes, if that. In fact, years and years ago, so hubby is from England, and so we would go, not very often, not like we do now, uh, but we'd go every few years, and I wouldn't ride the tube station. I just wouldn't. We would either walk <laughs> or we would take a taxi because it was just too much. I just could not do it. And, uh, and then what I started doing was this really simple tool Never thought of it before, <laughs> but I would actually expand out energetically. So rather than be contracted, I would actually energetically expand out into all of me as the infinite being that I truly be, which is way bigger than this sweet body, way bigger than this home, way bigger than this country, way bigger than the world, way, way bigger. So, from for me we are infinite beings which means we are oneness which means there's no separation so energetically we are everywhere with everyone <laughs> and everything beyond the universe so when i'm that spacious when i energetically expand out into all of that and then i go into those places the difference is so magical because what occurs is when that same energy, so there's still the same amount of energy coming at me, it's like feather touches as it goes. So it's not hitting just like the dead, like the small, small space. It's like all of these little feather touches. It's a totally different space. So we're going to take a moment. We're going to go to break. And then when we come back, I'm going to walk you through a little bit of a longer exercise with it. And I mean by longer, I mean three or four minutes. So not long, uh, but, but I'll, I'll walk you through kind of how I started with that for any of you that that feels like it might be something that would contribute to. So uh, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. 
Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful that you're listening in. We are talking all about tools to create a better life and... In case you missed the beginning, I'm not sure why you would, but in case you did, uh, we are going to be doing a new radio show called Exactly This, Tools to Create a Better Life. So this is the final radio show on Voice America. My goodness, six years it has been. Well, almost six years. July would be six years. So very close to six years. Many, many shows. I never even knew how I could fill an hour. You know, six years ago when I started, let alone six years of shows my goodness uh and i just keep talking all right so we're talking all about tools to create a better life and one of the things with the tools to create a better life is of course we talk about tools in the foundation class uh and i so you know use the hashtag all the time hashtag get your butt to foundation they're they're everywhere they are around the world i of course have one coming up in alaska in july sitka alaska how did i get so lucky uh and then off to switzerland in september and uh, lloyd minster in october las vegas in october new york city in october slash november uh yes so there's so much awesomeness to choose from guys check it out and if none of those places are available for you find a, a class in your area because there's so many of them now and of course you do need to take a bars class first so get your butt to bars if you haven't already and then get your butt to foundation because i'll tell you what there's so many tools and so many things that can contribute to you changing your entire life so we were talking before break uh, about the uh, expanding out exercise that I talk about it, you know, giving me my life back along with getting my bars run on a regular basis. Uh, expanding out was something that was just such a lifesaver. It, it did. And it, 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 what it allowed me to do was go into those places, go to the mall. I mean, I've even taught found bars and foundation classes in the West Edmonton Mall. It's so easy for me to be in, in big spaces with big people now compared to before where I couldn't even last 10 minutes. So let's do the exercise. Ah, just take a moment. And if it's safe to do so, close your eyes. Yeah. 
and just become aware of your sweet body. You might even want to say, hi, sweet body. Yeah, and then be aware of your toes and your ankles and your knees, your hips, your tummy, your spine, your shoulders, down to your fingertips, up your neck to the top of your head, out to the tips of your ears. Yeah, and then energetically expanding into the room that you're in and the building that you're in. And expanding out into the city or town that you're in. And what you're basically doing is energetically expanding into everything and everyone. So there's no separation between you and anything. So you're being the oneness of you with the trees, with the buildings, with the animals, with the people. You're just energetically expanding out and then expanding out into out into the entire earth. So all the way down to the center of Mother Earth, up to the continents, the countries, the cities, the towns, the animals, the people, the buildings, the vehicles, everything, and then all the way up to the sky. So filling this entire earth with all of you. Yeah, and then expanding out beyond the earth. So expanding out farther than you've ever expanded in any lifetime and expanding out even farther than that and expanding out even farther than that and expanding out even farther than that. Yes. And then from that expansive space, open your eyes. Because this is the one thing that I used to do is that I would often in my meditations, I would expand out, but then I would bring myself back down and I would ground into my body, which was taking all of that expansive energy, all of me filling all of everything, being the oneness of me, and then I would contract it again. So we wanna teach ourselves if, if you've been doing that, if it feels yummy, of course, follow what works for you. Uh, but from that expansive state, that's where you open your eyes. That's where you live your life from. Because that's all of you. That's all of you. You're going to be aware of everything and everyone. Yeah. You're still, you're still going to be aware of the energies, but they're not going to bombard you. They're going to be so expansive. You'll be aware of them. You'll be able to live. You'll be able to choose. And everything will get so much more ease. The other really cool thing, at least... I think it's really cool is that you can't judge from an expansion. So if you were going to, let's say, start judging your body, you would actually have to contract down to do that. So the more you be expanded, the more you be all of you energetically, you can't judge. How does it get any better than that? <laughs> and then what I did is I would do that like, a hundred times a day. I honestly, I would expand out a hundred times a day. Now, of course, I didn't take that whatever we did, two or three minutes. I didn't take even that long. I would just got to the point where I'd be like, okay, expand, poof, done, expand. And I still do it. It's not like I don't do it. I just don't probably do it a hundred times a day because I don't contract as much as I used to. You know, whereas before I would allow other energies to dictate what I chose. So if I walked into a room and somebody was angry, I would contract. I walked into a mall and there was a lot of 
you know, maybe teenagers with loud music going or whatever. I don't know why they'd be in a wall in a mall with their loud music, but whatever. Uh, you know, if that was all going on, then I would contract. Like whatever I had judgments about, I would contract. Whatever didn't feel uh, good, I would contract. And now, the more that I'm willing to be interesting point of view, the more that I'm willing to be the most potent energy in my life, I don't contract like I used to. I still do, but not like I used to. So the more you're contracting out, the more ease you will have. And it becomes where it's your new set point. You know, so when I first started, my set point was very, very small. <laughs> and then it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So you'll get new normals kind of in a sense as you go along. Uh, and just try it. And try it especially places where you would normally contract. If you go into work and um, somebody's cranky, try, just take a moment, go to the washroom or just sit at your desk and just take a moment and expand out. Yeah, yeah. And I would love to know you guys how, how you use this, how, you know, how it goes for you. You can always message me, email me, Instagram me. I mean, I tell you, I'm pretty much everywhere other than, like I said, LinkedIn. <laughs> so, you know, just let me know because these tools to me, it's so magical to me how people utilize them and the change it makes for them. Like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I could talk for days, as you know, as you know. Ah, so expanding out, interesting point of view, knowing you're the creator of your life. Yeah. And then kind of the same energy of like knowing you're the creator. The other piece of like creating a better life is to actually choose to create a better life. Like you actually have to choose it. And this is again, kind of talking about the victim energy earlier is where we often kind of go into, well, you know, I sure hope it happens. It sure be nice. I'd like that, but not actually choosing it. Uh, and choosing to me is a verb where you want to be willing to choose, like willing to take the action, I guess that's required in terms of choosing it, whatever that is, you know, it might be having a conversation with somebody about something that didn't work for you much. I talked about like with, with hubby in, in the first segment, uh, it could be. Um, the other thing I started doing this year, if you've listened to my show before, especially this year, you've heard me talk about it, is I've started working with a personal trainer. And so I would go and work out with her twice a week. And I know for me that if I didn't, I wouldn't work out. It's what I know about me so far. That's what I know about me. And I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm okay. I enjoy her. She's fun to work out with. Uh, we have a lot of fun together. It's, it's an easy way to ensure that I choose what I would like to choose. So whatever it takes for you to choose a better life, whatever that is for you, then put that in place. You know, I've got a friend, her and I get together on Zoom once a week and we, we swap sessions and that works great for me. Could I do my own clearings and all? Absolutely I can and I still do throughout the week and it's so nice to have someone to play with. So it's like if you would like to create something better, whether it's your body, whether it's your money flows, your business, whatever, what do you need to start choosing? Like, what are the actual choices? What's the actual action involved with that? And once we start making those choices, like whatever it is, I find those things, whatever we're choosing, actualize so much quicker 
and with so much more ease when we're cognitively choosing towards them. Instead of going, well, I sure hope so, and maybe one day, one, one day I'm gonna start working out, one day I'm gonna move this sweet body and, and not actually taking any action towards it. Um, I know for myself personally, the amount of space that I have now that I've chose that is amazing because I don't judge myself for not choosing it. <laughs> I mean, it sounds ridiculous and yet it's actually been a huge piece. It's like, wow. I used to think, you know, probably, I don't know, 20 times a day, I should be doing something, I should go work out, I should do this, I should do that. And when I wasn't doing it, I would use all of that energy to judge me, which is an interesting choice. <laughs> and now it's like, cool, yeah. And today, we, we really worked it yesterday, and today, let me tell you, <laughs> sweet body is, uh, is letting me know that we really worked it yesterday. And I'm grateful, I'm so, so grateful. Uh, but it's just funny because she lives about, I don't know, 15 minute drive from me and I was telling her that she might hear me scream today and I think she might have because we did a lot of, um, oh gosh, squats. And so anyway, I won't go on and on about that. <sighs> yeah. So another thing in terms of creating a better life is kind of what we've been talking about and maybe a little bit different but what, what do you need to be putting in place to create the habits, the different habits? And, and often much of our life is a habit. <laughs> Maybe yours isn't, but many people's is. And so if you know your habit is to stay up late and then be tired the next day, uh, what do you need to put in place? And maybe it's not getting up as early the next day. You know, maybe it's changing that. Maybe starting to go into work later or something. It doesn't mean have to be, well, you have to go to sleep early. It's not that. For some people, that's just not ever going to be a thing. <laughs> so then what else do you need to put in place? But to me, the habits are, are the big pieces because we get into all sorts of habits and habits that create greater and habits that don't create greater. And, and so when we're again, cognitively looking at different, like ways we'd like our life to be different. What are the habits that need to change? And what do you need to put in place to start the new habits? And it can be, you know, I use a reminder app on my phone all the time. I freaking love that thing. Uh, and I just put in there, you know, whatever it is I'd like to be doing or need to be doing or is required to do that day. I put it in there, it pops up on my phone, it pops up on my computer to let me know, like, what are the habits that that would require you to be putting in place, something in place now to create that habit? Is it, you know, maybe in, a personal trainer wouldn't be fun for you, but maybe walking with a friend would be. So what do you need to put in place? That gal that I swap with once a week, we actually recently started a, an accountability thing where I tell her what I would like to get done, you know, this week, and she tells me what she would like to get done. And then we have we have each other's back, but not in the way of, you better get this done, not like that. And it is an accountability partner. Uh, so there is. It was, it was funny to me because Sunday morning I was in I was in Lachlabish and it was before I was facilitating the day two of the class and I was like, I got two things I gotta get done on my list because I need to scratch them off. And not that I need to scratch them off for her. And 
it's a beautiful energy to have, you know, with with somebody to be like, yeah, I got to get this done. No different for me than going to work out with my trainer. No different than that. And just that accountability. So, and you don't have to have that. You don't have to have an accountability thing. But what are the habits? What are required to change? If you know that you normally have, um, you know, something that you don't, think is maybe you get up in the night I used to have this friend and she would get up in the night and she would eat a box of Oreos now this never made sense to me because I'm not a night eater like that one I don't get up in the middle of the night except to pee uh you needed to know that of course and, <laughs> and it just never I would it just never occurred to me in a million years to get up and eat like that just doesn't feel yummy to me but for her that's what she would do and so you know it's like the habit might be to not buy the Oreos to have them there in the first place or whatever it is. If that's something you want to change, I don't mean you shouldn't eat Oreos at night, but the things you would like to be different. What are you required to change? What are the habits? What are some new habits that you could do? And there was a guy, I wish I could remember his name. I'll actually put a link in here underneath um, and uh, in the in the in the show notes and that. Uh, with him because he he talks about habits and I was really inspired I listened to a like a seven minute video of his I was so inspired by what he was talking about and stuff so I'll, I'll get you guys that link because it's it, it really was um yeah anyway it was great <laughs> I'm trying to find the words no words for it but I will get you guys the link for anybody who's interested because to me those are the things like we often think it's one big huge change or choice that will change our entire life. And it's rarely that. It's rarely that. It's usually the ones that we're judging as small, which actually are a lot more going to change your life. As long as it's consistent. The small, like, I mean, I look at having a radio show for six years. Now, if you'd have told me six years ago when I started that I was going to do this for six years, I would have disagreed. <laughs> and I probably wouldn't have done it because that just that just seems too big. I mean, let's say, I think there's, what, 50 shows a week? 50, or 50, not 50 shows a week, 50 shows a year. So, 50, so I've probably got around 300 hours of, of shows that if I would have tried to do that right from the moment, like tried to record all 300 at the same time, that would not have worked. That would have been ridiculous. Plus nobody would have wanted to listen. So when you look at it, like look at every choice like that, making one choice this over and over and over and over. And it can be what you might judge as a small choice, but chances are it's gonna deliver the greatest uh, outcome. If, it, if, it's a, if you're looking at it consciously and cognitively, you're going, okay, I would like to, um, you know, in my case, I would like to be stronger and healthier. That's what really got me to, the, to, the, to hire a personal trainer. I'd like to be stronger and healthier. Well, I couldn't go to the gym, you know, the first time and then the next moment, once I was done, be 100% stronger and healthier. No, and I wouldn't expect that of my body. So why do we expect that often with other changes that we're making? Yeah, yeah. So what are those things that maybe you've decided are just too small of a change or just not worth it that maybe you could? And maybe there's something you could write down. Like maybe there's even just one habit a day that you could change. That one that you know isn't creating greater for you. 
Maybe it's a Facebook use, <laughs> although don't, don't get off right now, but, <laughs> but maybe there's something. And then what's, what is the habit you could change it with? What is the choice? And how do you put that in place? How do you get the momentum on that? And is that with a friend? Is that by yourself? Is it with a lover? Is it a reminder app? Is it a, you know, elastic on your list? Like what is it that you can put in place to get that so that you are actually creating a better life continuously. And one day you might end up with it being like, whoa, this is like, you know, how did this happen? How did this happen? And you might want to look at those little choices. Even look at the things you have changed that are for the better. How did you change them? It probably wasn't one big giant change that the moment you chose it, it changed in the next second. That can happen, don't get me wrong. And chances are not. Chances are it was the, the smaller choice. Day in and day out, the consistent smaller choice or what you might have judged as smaller that definitely isn't smaller. Yeah. So let us finish up with one more tool before the end of the show, and it's gratitude. Now, I do gratitude a little bit different than I used to years ago. Uh, gratitude was, the way that I used to do it was I would make a list. I would have a gratitude list. Uh, and what I've noticed, you know, is that a lot of times when I was doing that, is that I was judging. And so it would be, I, I would have, say, hubby on my gratitude list if he was acting a certain way or did certain things and he wouldn't make the list if he didn't do certain things or didn't act certain ways. And I just realized that, like, gratitude isn't about, uh, you know, good or bad or right or wrong. Gratitude, truly, if it's like the, the gratitude that we that just lights us up, that is truly from a spaciousness, that is truly from, from consciousness, from no judgment whatsoever. So if I was picking and choosing who and what I was grateful for, that wasn't actually true gratitude, the way that I perceive gratitude. And so instead, what I do is I be gratitude for everything. And it's just a choice where it's a being of gratitude, where I be grateful. I wake up, I look outside, whether it's snowing or raining or sunshine or a mix of it all, I am grateful. When I look at my cats, I be grateful. When I see um, something on Facebook that isn't what the way I would like the world to be, I be grateful. When I receive an email of judgment, I be grateful. And it does take uh, a muscle, <laughs> maybe a muscle that you haven't uh, ever played with before. I know it's taken me uh, a lot of, not necessarily work, but a lot of consciousness, a lot of cognitive consideration. Uh, and I'm still not where I'd like to be with it. And every day is a choice towards that if I choose it. And it really is just recognizing that if we don't judge something or someone as good or bad, we can actually be grateful for it or for them. And that alone, at least for me, creates so much space in my world. Because if I be grateful, then I'm not judging. And then I'm in that space of whatever 
could be created, like whatever is possible beyond what I could imagine possible. But all the while I'm in judgment, then nothing can change and I'll only receive what matches my judgment. So if we've judged somebody is, a, is always a jerk, then we're only ever going to experience them as a jerk. And this is where like we can grow up in the same house as our siblings and we can have very different memories, very different experiences. And it's based on that judgment. It's like if you've judged a one parent as always being cranky, then that's going to be your experience. So the more that we be gratitude, and I don't mean force gratitude, like, you know, if you're pissed, be pissed. If you want to throat punch somebody, I'm not going to say throat punch them, but at least acknowledge that you would like to throat punch them. Like allow it to be real. And when you can also allow it to be that spaciousness of being gratitude. And you can also be gratitude while making a choice that creates greater for you. So you could be say ending a a relationship that just doesn't work anymore and you can still be gratitude for that person for the relationship and for what it, it created and you can still be taking action so a lot of times people assume if you're going to be gratitude you have to uh you know love the person or want to be with them all the time and it's like no you can be gratitude for every experience in your life so those are just some of the tools my sweet friends for you to create a better life and as I say we are going into this brand new show tools to create a better life I will get you guys the link as soon as I have it uh, and this is the stuff we'll be talking about and and I'm just so excited to to start this part of the journey wherever it's gonna take us who knows it might be six years it might be 60 years who knows how how long it will uh it will invite me to continue to play with it but i just would like to thank all of you for being being a part of this and for and for being here and for being you and for choosing greater just even listening to this show and being open to another possibility i wonder i wonder what magic that will create in your life and your living and and even just changing one point of view or one limitation or knowing that you have another choice or that something else is possible. I wonder what that might create on the planet and I wonder what invitation you can be to those around you to contribute to them knowing and how this could all ripple out beyond 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 so thank you thank you thank you for listening in and i look forward to chatting with you on tools to create a better life thank you thank you thank you thank you for making the glenice show part of your life listen again next week thursday at 6 p.m eastern time and 3 p.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel and continue changing your life